Uh, hello everyone and uh, welcome to another episode of uh, House of Cards. Uh, I was uh, very grateful to see that uh, uh, the whole community, the whole uh, cards community has been uh, very welcome and very heartwarming uh, receiving of this uh, podcast. So here we are uh, on another episode and um, I'm uh, very glad to have uh, with me um, non-GMO Salt and uh, uh, Gabo from, uh, from the Game of Cards. Uh, how are you guys? Hello. I'm good. How about you, Testo? Hello, guys. How are you? Uh, I'm here. We're, right. we're good. Uh, should we call you Testo or Gabo? Because uh, you're known in the game as Gabo, but on Discord as uh, Testo. So how do you want us to to call you? Uh, I feel comfortable with both. Like, uh, G- uh, Gabriel is my name, my real name. So okay. Testo and Gabo are, are, are both pretty good. Okay, okay. Let's, let's, go, with, uh, let's go with Gabo then. Um, or uh, whatever you, f- whatever anyone feels comfortable at, the, at that uh, point. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, as I said, we're uh, on a new episode, and um, uh, we're going to discuss today about some uh, issues uh, we have uh, noticed uh, in the game in uh, uh, in all this time uh, we're playing. Uh, but uh, before we dive into that, um, uh, let's uh, let's discuss about some uh, issues. Some news actually that have uh, um, uh, raised lately. Um, it's been uh, quite a few days now where we've had this uh, uh, new new balance patch. Uh, what do you guys think about it? I uh, I love the new balance patch. I think a lot of the changes were really healthy for the game, especially with um, the change to Panther A. It's a really controversial change, but mm-hmm. I think draw denial isn't really in any other card game in a in a major way. Yeah, and that's for a reason. Yeah, it was, uh, that was very interesting for sure. And uh, what about you, Gabo? Uh, I'm very happy with the new balance patch. Uh, in fact, I I thought it was gonna be a lot uh, like uh, like narrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, we all expected uh, certain cards to be. Uh, reward, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a nice surprise to see several small buffs to to a couple of very un- unused cards, and that that got me very very happy with, with the work from 1939. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I think it has uh, uh, the meta has improved uh, significantly since then. Uh, they were all, uh, I think, all of them were very welcome uh, changes. Uh, of course, there's still uh, there's still some, uh, in my opinion, some things to be done. But uh, uh, you cannot do it all in uh, just one patch. Uh, uh, the game is uh, is uh, still evolving, and uh, uh, we're waiting to see uh, what's next. Um, but uh, on other news, uh, I saw that uh, Spoos is uh, has started uh, uh, a, ra- a money raising campaign for the for the prize of the of the new Nations Cup. And uh, that's very interesting uh, because uh, uh, we have uh, with us a non-GMO salt who is who was uh, one of the winners of the previous uh, Nations Cup. Um, uh, I was not uh, I was not playing uh, uh, at that point. I think at least uh, certainly not uh, competitively. Um, so salt, can you say a couple of things about uh, uh, about uh, your your experience in the previous Nations Cup? Well, I think the Nations Cup is a fantastic um, idea. First of all, with the different different nations of nationalities of cards players competing against each other, with uh, all the different unique metas that they've created for, especially the first popper round, and then the King mm-hmm. of the Hill round and the yeah, single yeah. battle. I love that. I love that format because it gives a show for all the different ways you can play cards really and um it was just great fun overall trying to come up with uh, just an arm arms race of decks for the tournament with your team yeah yeah it, it was very interesting i i just saw the the video of the final where it was uh uh you against the uh, darkness and uh, uh you were playing tokens and uh, dark darkness was playing some kind of uh, german uh, control i think 
and uh, mm-hmm. it was very interesting. Yeah, and uh, to to our listeners, uh, make sure to check out these videos because uh, even though they are uh, from a lo- long time ago, you can uh, uh, you can benefit a lot from uh, viewing them. Uh, but except from the high level of play and uh, the smart plays that we saw and everything, we have the lovely commentary from uh, Spooz. Uh, th- my favorite part uh, is uh, how he pronounces uh, Joseph Stalin card. Joseph uh, Stalin. <laughs> Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offense to Spooz. I, I'm a big fan. I, I really am. Uh, much love. Uh, yeah, yeah, much love. His, uh, his streams are extremely high quality. Uh, you can still, uh, I- even though his English are very good, uh, you can still understand maybe some slight German accent to it, but it's, it's, uh, it's all good, of course. But, but the way he pronounces the Joseph Stalin, it's, it's just the, the highlight of the, of the entire tournament for me. So. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. I hope, I hope Joseph Stalin becomes relevant card again and we see it in the Nations Cup just to, to listen to the, to the pronunciation. Okay. Uh, so to our topic, uh, as I hinted earlier, we're going to talk about some uh, some issues in the game. Um, what we consider as uh, some sort of, um, let's say, shortcomings in the design of the game. And um, uh, uh, Salt, uh, uh, together with uh, uh, Color7, if I remember correctly, had, uh, uh, had done uh, their own episode of a podcast... Um, and uh, the content of that episode, or partially that content of that episode, was an inspiration for this episode, the one uh, we're doing now. Uh, because you talked a lot about the uh, infantry units, and um, how infantry units are, uh, I don't know, rather inefficient, they are always overlooked. Um, it, it, it seems, I think, and I agree with you guys, that there is a, a design problem. Uh, regarding infantry units, they they are too slow. Maybe uh, there there are some issues uh, with it. So um, uh, let's dive into that. What what would your first thoughts be? Why don't you do, uh, uh, why don't I give the floor to to Salt so that he can do um, let's say a quick uh, recap of that, and then we can all uh, contribute to the conversation. Right. So I think the the basic gist of our, me and Kohler's whole spiel about infantry is that the unit it's the worst unit type in the game and the units themselves aren't compensated well enough to make them relevant. Mm-hmm. But you can see the best infantry in the game are either really well statted and efficient like the Volksgrenadiers or have a special ability like Guard mm-hmm. or have uh, have some text on them that's really good like uh, 6th Airborne or Naval Brigade mm-hmm. and um, those are the only the only real cases where, or Blitz even where uh, infantry or, shine or zero the, cost the problem with, or zero cost when or it zero comes cost. to, yeah, yeah. to aggro, to aggro mm-hmm. archetypes yeah oh. like the 1st Infantry Regiment and um, and a lot, a lot of the uh, just the base 1k infantries aren't used at all See that the Fourth Pioneer Regiment. I haven't seen that card in years, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I agree. I I think the uh, the infantry type is by far the the slowest. Of course, it it, ha- it has to go through the front line to attack and everything. Uh, I think the 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 biggest like uh, issue is how to balance the other cards uh, uh, compared to infantry. There are several infantry that no one uses in in competitive play, like, and they are very, they have very good stats, like, what's the name of that? Uh, 4K uh, British unit, like the Lancashire Lancashire Highlanders. The Highlanders, yeah. And that's uh, a pretty strong card, but but nobody used no, no one uses that in the competitive level mm-hmm. just because it's it doesn't have any ability. So the question here is, do we really want every infantry? Sorry, to have an sorry, ability? it's a, it's fuse layers, not highlanders. It's Lan, it's Lancashire fuse layers. Yeah, fuse yeah, yeah, fuse layers. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, yeah. It's, it's all right. So the question here is like, do we really want every infantry unit to have an ability to 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 be worthwhile? 
or uh, do we slow down other unit types? Uh, yeah, because the problem to that is that uh, if an infantry unit is useful because of its uh, ability, it's not the infantry, it's the ability. I mean, uh, it's not the... It's not uh, the infantry type that makes a good guard. Uh, uh, that makes a guard a good guard. It's it's the guard status, and uh, and and, the, and then the stats and everything. But um, uh, the infantry uh, type it does not add uh, value to that. I I generally think what could help infantry would probably be. Like a small stat buff to all of them and a, a lowering of operation cost because they have to, they not only have to move into the front line to attack anything, but they, uh, they also have to spend the same operation costs as tanks most of the time. Yeah. That's um, true. Especially with some of the, the big, big guard, uh, units have two operation costs mm-hmm. and, uh, that it's really just not a, a good thing to have on a unit. That's and, so slow already. And I think also a, p- a problem is I, I don't know if you agree about it. Um, there is this. Uh, uh, it's not so intense, but w- we do see it in some um, critical cards of the game. Uh, there is this grouping of uh, ground units, uh, either when it comes to removal, like uh, the hammer, uh, or uh, to buffs, like uh, uh, what's that Soviet card, the, the Red October. Okay, so so these cards are targeted for uh, ground units. Uh, so when you have, um, uh, let's say, uh, a very popular card like the hammer, it's not so popular now, but it used to be and will be again, and uh, such an efficient card that can uh, uh, hard remove any ground unit, like, why would you play the most vulnerable and the slowest ground unit? Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, how? Uh, uh, what I want to say, like... Uh, you, at least you want to eliminate this this kind of uh, this kind of problem when when uh, when these cards are uh, relevant in the game. Mm. And uh, I I think um, there is a good example of what an infantry unit should be when the uh, Jibegsjäger was released. An untargetable infantry is takes the weakness out of being able to be removed so easily it's true because if, of how slow it is if it wasn't alpine it would be uh, there would be no need for me to to nerf that card it's a really it's a really good card and very efficient so so what the well, uh, yeah yeah one of the 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 main issues with that i see with infantry units uh, has to do with the with the ratio of orders to units in the game uh, like I, I really think orders are very uh, predominant and that in, in the long run is like what uh, hits uh, the weakest uh, unit type which is infantry uh, every, uh, most of the most of the time you're gonna be trying to trade or use your infantry uh, effectively uh, but if there is uh, a, an order that can remove it uh, uh, before it, 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 it it's impactful in, in the in on the board. Uh, it's not going to be worth it. So the, I think that that's one of the reasons that like affect a lot uh, the infantry uh, is uh, the, its relation with with the with order with the orders. Yeah, I agree. So. Um... Okay, so for example, uh, Salt, I think, uh, mentioned earlier the, the Volksgrenadiers, and, uh, I agree, especially the, uh, what is it, the, the 3-6, uh, the 3K 3-6 is a Volksgrenadier, right? Uh, the German yeah, one. Yeah, uh, I think it, that's a very good, uh, infantry unit, at least for the, for budget options. Uh, and you also mentioned the Gebers Jäger. Uh, you're gonna have to excuse my pronunciation of, uh, of the German cards. Now Spurs can take revenge of, uh, of, uh, what I said uh, earlier about his uh, pronunciation. And, uh, okay. So what are some, uh, uh, to, to, to analyze, let's say, the problem better? What are the, some other good examples of, uh, infantry? What, um, I mean, regardless of, uh, of the ones that have guard or bleach or anything, what uh, what would you consider some other good examples? 
And if if we, I... if we talk about that, maybe we can understand what is it that makes a good infantry and what uh, could be a good change um, overall mm-hmm. to to improve the uh, um, the infantry type. I think the uh, the big brother to the Volksgrenadier actually the eighty first infantry, which is the four K three seven, which has plus three attack against HQs and ah, yeah. guard. Uh-huh. I think that's actually a, a really underutilized infantry because it um, the low operation cost allows you to curve into itself and with such high stats mm-hmm. and the ability to smash through guard units and be a threat to the HQ <clears throat> is a very valuable thing to have in a cheaper infantry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but at the same time, uh, that also relates with what I was like... Uh, mentioned earlier because when you play that's an excellent unit but if you're gonna have it facing i don't know an amphibious assault half of your games it's gonna lose value in the long run Mm -hmm. yeah so uh there are yeah yeah sorry go ahead yeah yeah so for me one of the main reasons is uh, we don't get to see that many uh, very very great infantry units is because they are just uh, too slow and and because we they get removed uh, easily. At least I mean, if you play a, a Katusha, at least you're gonna get some value out of it before it, it gets removed. So uh, that's one of the main reasons why we don't we don't see infantry. Yeah, that's true. I think one of my favorite infantry units. If if not my favorite is the the USA First Marines, uh, the three four with uh, one operation cost and blitz. Uh, this is actually, I think it's a really fantastic unit. It's it's very underused in uh, in USA builds. Uh, it's uh, I think um, this is a tricky unit because it it has both the the blitz ability, which is very useful, especially in uh, aggro matchups. Uh, uh, but it also has a uh, great stats, a three-four, uh, and a great ability uh, it, to give a smoke screen to the to the HQ um, uh, while uh, when it moves to the front line. So I think this is a very good example of uh, a good infantry unit with um, with a lot of utility in uh, in in different fronts. Yeah, you've got both the blitz ability and uh, and the the good stats and a decent effect. Uh, like the the previous uh, infantry unit that you mentioned, which uh, also has a, a decent effect. Uh, so I think it's it's these kinds of units that uh, uh, these kinds of infantry that uh, uh, that see the most uh, the most play. Uh, but at the same time, it's going to be difficult to uh, to add a decent and uh, a decent effect to all infantry units because then you're going to be repetitive. They're all going to be doing the same thing more or less, I think. Uh, uh, so maybe a more uh, overall change like uh, uh, a cost reduction or a stats increase would be uh, would be better. So what what do you guys think would be um, it would be the best for that. I mean, assuming all the problems we have addressed so far, the, the main problem is that they are too slow and, and they are just fodder for uh, removal. Uh, given these problems, what do you think would be the best? Um, uh, let's say if, if we could do a massive change to the infantry units, to all the infantry units, uh, uh, what do you think would be the best to, to make them more playable? I think... Uh... The the two the two things I have really thought of are um, just a straight uh, defense buff for all for all or most infantry rather, or a uh, or making a lot of them untargetable by orders. Uh, I was uh, thinking uh, about something something like a, a little more radical, like more global, uh, in terms of. Uh, like giving uh, infantry units uh, an increased value over time, as long as they I, they stay on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that that happens a lot in cards is that we are just trading, and and board uh, survivability is very low. 
so in, in some sense, what what I am saying is, as long as and we don't have it, like uh, there's no no way to give, to increase the experience of the unit, uh, and and combat experience was always a, a very important part of, of warfare. I mean, it, it's a statistical uh, uh, fact that uh, veteran units had um, a, a higher chance to uh, surviving the next battle over unexperienced uh, uh, infantry units. That's that's actually very very interesting. I had never thought of that. My my mind was uh, closer to what the uh, Salt was proposing, like do a mass a mass buff to the to the defense. And uh, that wouldn't make them too broken, just to survive a bit longer, uh, to and to survive the, uh, and to, to compensate for their uh, being for them being slow. But what you're suggesting, Gabo, is actually very interesting. It's like the, like the to to add to, ex, to add the experience somehow. Um, uh, yeah, into like, the to add uh, a mechanic that can represent the fact that uh, after a unit has gone through a fight, uh, it actually increases its value as a unit. And that is something that it, it, it's present in several war games, mm-hmm. like experience or, vet or veterinary status. That, that's something that, that is a thing. So maybe add that to the infantry units. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That, that just like an idea. Uh, I don't know. I do exactly really like how, that idea. How to implement something like that? But uh, but the closest the closest we have is like self reparability. Reparability. Yeah, so, yeah. Like uh, the uh, that's what I wanted to say. I think that the closest we have to that is the forty second rifles, the Soviet one, uh, which yeah. uh, heals itself. Uh, Salt of the seventeenth rifles. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on this? On this? What uh, were you gonna say? I was saying. I think that's a a great idea something like the 2e brigade but um not defeating its own purpose like the 2e brigade mm-hmm. i'm looking at the 2e brigade right now and it defeats its own purpose by having mobilize and guard at the same time yeah because a guard is meant to smoke up hits while mobilized units are punished for taking hits yeah that's that's so a, it's punishing that's its own mechanic yeah i but, think um mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the the Soviet, uh, the two Soviet units. Um, actually, there's three with the 222nd Guard rifles that have the pincer. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Of repairing at the end of the turn, mm-hmm. and the 17th Rifle Regiment, mm-hmm. which yeah. not only have decent stats, a blitz and smoke screen, and a, a great clause at the start of your turn, fully repair this unit and give it plus one plus one. Maybe have that be combat oriented rather than passive. Of course. So, yeah, that, like, that, sort that, of a, a veteran, a good veteran pilots, but for unity, or but for units or ground infantry units rather. Maybe I was there. Uh, what uh, that's uh, that's very interesting, of course. But it would be interesting also to uh, to have some ability or an effect when uh, an infantry unit destroys something in battle, because. Uh, to draw parallel to what uh, Gabo proposed, this adds to experience to the unit, let's say. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you can heal a little bit uh, if your infantry destroys something in battle, maybe something like that. Um, so what were you going to say, uh, Gabo? Yeah, um, and it, it's interesting because, uh, of course, we there there are several ways to 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 increase the the value and, and the overall uh, usability of infantry cards, uh, but uh, from the purely like uh, representational point of view, uh, we cannot uh, have any kind of warfare without infantry units. That's, I mean, of that... course. Yeah, yeah. Please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's true, and, and that, that's uh, what I was gonna say next. I mean, at least in World War Two, of course. Uh, uh, air power was a, a very important factor, but uh, still, at, at that point in history, the uh, the infantry was at the at the forefront. It was uh, uh, it, it was uh, the main part of the of the battleground, let's say. So uh, it's it's kind of ironic that uh, right now in, in the game, the most uh, um, uh, utilize the units are mostly air units. 
um, while uh, while in reality in, in the in the battlefield it was uh, um, the infantry uh, was the most uh, dominant uh, presence uh, let's say yeah so uh, there are some things that uh, we have uh, mentioned about the infantry that uh, uh, about uh, what's wrong with them uh, what's keeping them back from uh, uh, being more uh, dominant in the game, uh, to have a more important presence. And one thing we didn't uh, mention, because it's not as important uh, uh, as the other factors, is that they are also uh, equally vulnerable to, to countermeasures. And uh, this uh, adds up to their uh, uh, to their lack of utility, to them being slow and everything. But uh, I think we didn't mention that because um, Countermeasures, uh, we could claim that it's also an issue in the game, at least in my point of view. Um, we don't see uh, uh, we don't see a lot of countermeasures in play, and we could argue, I think, that uh, there is very, very few countermeasures that um, are actually useful and have uh, traditionally be traditionally been uh, part of the meta. Um, so this is another uh, another issue I wanted to discuss with you guys there, yeah. uh, the issue of uh, countermeasures. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think about this? Do you do you see it as a as a shortcoming in the design of the game? I just uh, I think that it's hard to balance countermeasures because if they're they're by nature very swingy. So in the navy is uh, 1k for a, a plus 1 plus 2 buff, which is a huge value compared to anything else at that price. Even you say it can be on any unit. Uh, enemy spotted, it's 1k draw 3, so it's a mobilization minus 4k, which is also insane value. Lightning Strike now has deals more damage for... Um, more damage than air blitz for less than half the cost, but they're still underused just because they're countermeasures and unreliable. That's that's a problem, I think. I mean, when you look at some effects, uh, like the ones uh, you mentioned, but uh, the fact that they are countermeasures uh, makes them uh, unreliable. Uh, uh, what do you think, uh, Testo? Would you, did you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. I I wanted to share that. Uh, I agree with what uh, with what Salt is uh, said about uh, hard to balance. Uh, I don't really uh, like like uh, I don't really like thinking about uh, powering countermeasures too much. I think it's important to keep them like uh, an addition uh, to other types of strategies. From time to time, I, I see people like asking for a specifically countermeasures deck and it's really not uh, not part of like a, a fun gameplay experience to be playing against someone with only countermeasures uh, for for me my in my experience as a card player uh, in other a very known game with th something called counterspell uh, it makes for a very uh, uninteractive kind of uh, of gameplay. So it's important that they are not that unbalanced. I'm I am a very uh, I'm a very I'm I'm against <laughs> a doubting system for the same reason. I think it's by far the strongest countermeasure uh, by now in the game, uh, and definitely they are super hard to balance. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um uh it's interesting now that you mentioned doubting system and all of this problem in uh, general. Um I, yeah, f f uh, for one thing I agree about the the countermeasure deck and the experience overall. I don't think that that countermeasures are uh, meant to be to, to create a single deck uh, uh, solely based on countermeasures. First of all, I think it's a horrible deck. It's extremely predictable. It's extremely easy to to clog and to to overdraw, and uh, it's not nice either for for you playing it or for the opponent. 
uh, but that's another problem we have with uh, countermeasures. They, they can be very predictable. Uh, on the other hand, there, there are some situations. Uh, like uh, today, I was playing a few games with my uh, with my flagship de deck, which is the Brit USA Ramp, and uh, I played a couple of games with uh, uh, Arabic Ben, who was also playing uh, some sort of uh, Britain control. I think it was with, with uh, German ally, and um, on the late game where I had uh, researched and I was uh, close to Bletchley, or I think I already had Bletchley, uh, there were some uh, very interesting uh, mind games. Uh, with uh, he had already uh, played the doubting system before, um, so after me reaching the final stage of research. Uh, there were some very interesting uh, mind games uh, going on. You know, you have to test the waters with uh, like uh, war bonds to to bait out the uh, the doubting system. So it it made some for some interesting interactions. But I, I don't think that this is uh, that this this rule can be uh, this uh, this type of a game is uh, can be applied generally and universally and to uh, to make an interesting interesting uh, gameplay out of this. Uh, that that's what I think. Right, I I definitely think that um, certain cards or certain um, countermeasures, like a doubting system especially, have uh, have gone to the point where it's a bad um, it's a bad not unit type, but but a type of card. It's a countermeasure, but how? How amazing can you make the effect to where there's a tipping point of where it gets unbelievably broken just because of how good the effect is, mm -hmm. despite it being such a, a bad card type? Yeah, and that wa that that goes right in hand with being with the the balance. I mean, there are several other countermeasures that are, are rarely even used, like. Either reconnaissance or even snipe that could be rescue could find mission. A, a rescue mission is a it's a terrific uh, countermeasure, but for some reason, uh, considering how how it plays out, it's just too expensive to be to be paying for cave to recuperate one of your units. Yeah, that's true. And what about stranglehold, the the German one, like? This is the 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 most swingy uh, countermeasure that I can think of. It it can uh, uh, it can completely shut down the opponent, or it can be completely useless at, at the same time, especially at, at the late game, uh, depending on how they choose to um, uh, to choose to operate uh, their turn. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, and yeah. Yeah, sorry. And let's not forget that there are also only three nations with countermeasures. And that's like a very big issue because the Japan uh, doesn't have countermeasures mm -hmm. and Ru Russia doesn't have countermeasures and none of the, the secondary nations have countermeasures. So when you are playing countermeasures, it's just because you have access to USA, British or German. Germany, um, and that also uh, kind of like uh, locks in the 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 card type. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, I think we're we're on the same page, uh, more or less, on, on this. I I think that uh, to to sum up uh, my view on it. Uh, uh, it's a small step to to go from just a. Uh, a good countermeasure to a, to a broken countermeasure to an imbalanced countermeasure. Uh, they need to have a really good, a really really good effect, like like doubting system, of course. And uh, yes, the game does not need to be flooded with uh, countermeasures. So we can have some uh, um, some uh, good countermeasures, some uh, with uh, decent effects and uh, and good cost, just to. To add some spice to the game, let's say, um, but uh, uh, at the same time, I think that, um, uh, for example, like the merchant navy uh, is 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 that the one that uh, when your unit dies, it it, it gives uh, four HP to your uh, to your headquarters. 
there are some examples that are just trash. They should be more focused, uh, is what I want to say. You, you would never heal based on a countermeasure. Why, why would you heal based on a countermeasure uh, when you can just use an order or uh, use a unit? Um, so overall, that's what I think. They, they need to be uh, more targeted uh, regarding to their effects. You cannot give... You cannot give um, uh, the player the option of when to activate them because uh, first of all it will it will make some of them too broken and secondly it will uh, give a time window in the uh, during gameplay where it will uh, essentially notify the other player that uh, the opponent is uh, thinking for a countermeasure so the uh, the ability to to choose when to activate it I think is off the table but uh, I think from uh, from now on and in the future, uh, countermeasures should be more targeted and more smart on their design. And uh, what do you guys think? I think that uh, that that's definitely a good point. I think they should be more targeted. Like maybe merchant navy, merchant navy should be more focused. Uh, do more when the unit is destroyed, or uh, maybe maybe even have changed the countermeasure countermeasure system completely and have it be able to um uh have its effect go on your own turn. Ah, that, that so be, maybe you play you play the the merchant navy on your own turn, then you play a deadly duty on your unit, you draw two cards and gain 4 HP. That's that's very interesting actually. I and I think I think it would be just a s- slight change for the better and for a more interesting game without breaking it somehow. Uh, I mean, uh, most most countermeasures are designed to be activated on an opponent's turn, but uh, some of them can lead to some very interesting uh, mechanics if they were allowed to be activated on your turn. For example, I don't know why would you want to do this, but uh, if you would want to destroy your own unit, you can activate entrapment and then you can trigger a destruction effect. I don't know. That I think that it would make some uh, interesting uh, uh, situations. Speaking of entrapment, that is probably my favorite countermeasure, mm-hmm. just because of how balanced it is, despite how good it is. Yeah. Because it's an absolutely insane effect for the cost. If you think about the value of it, it's a Blade of the Samurai uh, on a 5k card whilst buffing your entire yeah. board by plus one, plus one. Yeah. For for one k less than a blade of a samurai, mm-hmm. but the but the problem is it's a it's a countermeasure, so you can't really target it, and the enemy gets to decide what it hits actually, if they're playing around that. And uh, I I think it's mostly meant for the mind games of it, and I think it's a great addition to any any German deck to just have one copy of. Yeah, that's, and I think it's a it's a it's a quite decent option in draft. I don't know, I'm not a draft expert, but. I see a lot of uh, draft players uh, choosing it, and it it should be a decent option in, in draft. For sure, I think uh, I think when entrapment was first announced or first made, I used that the hell. I think I got three copies of it in uh, my first draft. I did after uh, breakthrough, and it was it was amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, Gabo, did you want to say something? I think because I can, uh, I can see your mic uh, no. on the on the Discord yeah. icon. <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, thinking that most of the countermeasures that see play, like in competitive, talking about college talk, air defense from the deep, uh, are exactly like uh, the opposite of what entrapment is, is doing. Instead of having like a a huge, well, air defense is a, is a, a little too very strong against air units, but uh, they are mostly uh, low cost countermeasures uh, that have that have a, a limited uh, effect, like call stock or like I don't know, like uh, from the DB one because it's an elite one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think that that's like the the best uh, case scenario for for most uh, useful uh, countermeasures in the sense that if you're gonna be if you are going to play with mind games, you cannot 
uh, you cannot afford to be uh, floating or or not using uh, too many credits. That that's and absolutely that's right. And uh, but at the same time, you you cannot get insane value what whatever you are not using. So that's why I I I, I was uh, thinking on how to reevaluate some of the less used transformation to be a little cheaper. Uh, but at the same time, that to make them a little less good, like I don't know, I'm making like rescue mission, mm -hmm. uh, or or even uh, robber alert. That is uh, is one of the one of the not so not so used uh, countermeasure, the same as retaliation. So in a way, like. Uh, to, to make them useful for different types of strategies where you can uh, uh, sneak in one or two and not make a, a deck dependent on them, but to gain some kind of small value out of the card, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, of course it makes sense, and uh, I think you're right. And uh, you also mentioned earlier the, the problem of... Uh, uh, most uh, actually, most nations uh, uh, don't have countermeasures. Only uh, Britain, uh, Germany, and USA have them. And uh, uh, two of the nations that don't have any countermeasures, and at least uh, until now, are the the minor ones. And uh, that's uh, another issue. And uh, the final issue I wanted to to address for today is the, the issue of of the minor nations. It's uh, for Italy and France, and. Um, it, I don't want to sound too radical, but uh, uh, in the end, is, the, is there any point for in them being minor nations? I mean, uh, there are so many. Uh, my my um, uh, my opinion, like uh, how I how I see it, is that it only makes sense to to choose a minor nation if you want to play a very specific thing, like a resistance or alpine or an L640 aggro. Um, because these nations have the um, uh, uh, the specific cards needed, uh, but I think that if you want to play anything else, like uh, an aggro deck or a, I mean a general aggro deck or a, uh, a mid range or a control deck, um, I don't think it makes sense to to limit yourself like that by using uh, uh, a minor nation. And I'm saying this even after the, sur the, the late surge of uh, Italy in, in the game. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but um, uh, Italian uh, control is very popular these days. And I, I really don't see the point of that. I mean, I have seen it with uh, Britain main, with Germany main, with, uh, so uh, with Soviet main. I really don't understand what... Uh, makes Italy so important um, that uh, it would make you choose it as an entire ally nation over your uh, alter alternatives. Other, of course, than the mass healing of uh, Mare Nostrum. But uh, I don't think that mass healing is, is that important to, uh, to choose a, a nation just for that. Especially when other nations like uh, Soviets and, uh, and the Britain can heal as well uh, relatively easily. I think the the problem with uh, Italy being now used in control decks is it's gotten to the point where there are enough tools that Italy has throughout the that they've gotten throughout the expansions and through buffs that they've gotten like the buff to uh, Bologna Regiment and uh, actually I think that's the only buff but it's widely used in. Um, most Italian control decks, but really it's um, how good can you make a card for a nation that is still shooting yourself in the foot for playing it, but compensates for it with how good the card itself is. Yeah, I mean, by, by picking a minor nation, you are banding yourself from the tools of an entire major nation for a very small specific set of tools that could be very good. Yeah, I mean, how much better is uh, Bologna Regiment? Bologna Regiment, in my opinion, is the most efficient guard in the game. Uh, if you count its uh, its uh, stats and its uh, cost, it's, it's it's extremely efficient. But it's not that much better than uh, C4 Highlanders. 
Okay, yeah, it's, it's not a big reason enough for me to to pick. A, it's it's a great example, actually. Uh, it's a great card, but it's not enough to to limit yourself uh, like that. And uh, uh, I think um, the G fifty five, I think, is a really power creepy card for Italy because if you look at it, it's a it's a three three for four K that can become a six six for four K the turn you play it. But if you compare that to a base card that is almost identical to that, the MEBF 110, you could it, it could technically be more reliable to play the BF 110. However, it has to be on the board for three turns mm-hmm. in order to get the, the same value you would get out of just immediately playing the G55. <coughs> I think that's, that's a, a ridiculous amount of power creep in and of itself. Yeah. From what I've seen lately, and and the main reason why I think Italy is, is going now as a, as a secondary nation for Britain and and Germany in control, uh, is that uh, after Catalyst, like after Bologna, Lion for a Day, and a few well, Mar Nostrum. Uh, the main card uh, you can look at is La Decima. Uh, it's definitely uh, incredibly powerful. Uh, even when you reach those eight uh, credits, uh, the ability to remove a unit without uh, targeting with a with a with an order is super strong. I think uh, even the the body of the unit is. It's mostly irrelevant. It's good that it's a war, it's, it is a guard, but I even asked. I I, I was like joking with Harry, and I I I told him uh, like I think this unit is good enough that if if it was one one, and he said literally I will still play it. Like, <laughs> this, this ability is so good that even if it was, it was a, a single 1-1 one, one unit, you would still play it. So I think that's the main reason we, are, we have seen like a, a very a, a very huge uh, spike in, in Italian. Yeah. Italian that's true. Secondary. That's true. La Decima is a, is a really good card. And um, I agree. Uh, okay, I don't agree that if it was a 1-1, one, one, I would play it. Uh, I would say that uh, only about Blackwatch. <laughs> I would say that only about Blackwatch, I think. I mean, with that effect, even if it was a 1-1 one, one uh, with a dis- with a ability to destroy itself upon deployment, uh, I would still play it if it would increase the, the cards in my enemy's hand. Okay, so, so La Decima, yes, is, is a great card, but why, still, why would you pick, uh, Italy for that? I mean, why would you, I, why would you not pick USA, which has Avengers and B-17s and, uh, okay, Avengers is a random effect, but it's, uh, it's so specific that, uh, you can always make it, uh, to target, and, uh, to target the, the, the annoying unit. And, uh, and of course, uh, the Avenger can also hit uh, units in the front line, not just in the support line. Um, and, um, so, and, uh, at the same time, gain access to, uh, all these great stuff like, uh, uh, like a ramping that, uh, uh, USA can offer, um, uh, or other, uh, draw or healing cards like, uh, I don't know, mobilization or we can do it. Why limit yourself from these great cards? And of course, the Avenger, which has uh, essentially the uh, the same effect uh, of uh, La Decima, and it's a four-four bomber for the same cost, uh, and not pick USA. I mean, f- for me, if uh, there is no reason uh, to choose, uh, if, if you want to play competitively, that is, uh, and not just uh, I don't know, try something out or have fun. For me, there is no reason to um, to choose. Uh, Italy for a, a Britain control ally uh, rather than USA because the, the ramping also uh, allows you to to research faster. It's just overall, it's just better the way I see it. Um, I, I really would like to hear your opinions uh, on this, guys, because I see a lot of uh, uh, I see a lot of players uh, with uh, uh, Brit- uh, Italy Italian ally to Britain, I- even top players, and uh, I'm I'm really t- uh, troubled about this. If there's something uh, I don't see, 
I think um, I think it's just pure value. I think they see the cards and they see how valuable they are, and they believe that it's uh, more worthwhile to play an, a minor nation like Italy just to get the superior value units rather than play a major nation and get a larger selection of units or larger selection of uh, cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, 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 that's uh, that's uh, something, of course. Yeah, but I, I was thinking mostly maybe uh, it, Italy, due to the mass healing, is slightly better uh, against aggro, maybe. Uh, so aggro being um, uh, could be one of the weaknesses of control. Um, uh, if an aggro player uh, spams the uh, the board early, then it can be a problem. So if you have an option of uh, mass healing, uh, then you can, uh, let's say, counter your biggest weakness more efficiently. Um, so I was thinking, uh, I was thinking that uh, mostly. But uh, what you what you're uh, saying also makes sense. And uh, uh, what about you, Gabo? What would you say about this? Yeah, uh, I think Italy is uh, maybe it's not like uh, it's not very there are not that many tools but the tools that you can find uh, in over the area are are very good like La Decima, Volonia, Lion for Day, Marinostrum and with those cards it's, it's enough uh, for an ally. I see that as a as a very uh, as, as a very complete like package to go next to the next to British control uh, uh, as and what is not uh, like a complete package is the French mm-hmm. uh, ally. I mean, I mean, if you compare them both, uh, France has a few very great cards like Funny Wars, but in terms of units, uh, it's very 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 uh, poorly designed mostly because mobilized i mean n- n- maybe not poorly designed but i think that the the biggest weakness uh, from france is uh, is mobilized mobilized didn't hit uh, uh, the game just as i think it was supposed to yeah yeah that's true and uh, at least italy is making some uh, um, some appearances in uh, Non-archetype decks in non-theme-specific uh, decks, like uh, it has seen playing with uh, Alpine and uh, L640. Those are theme decks, uh, specific decks. Uh, but also now, at least, it, uh, either it makes sense or not, it makes uh, some uh, baby steps into other archetypes as well, uh, like uh, control. Uh, but France, uh, not at all. I mean, we have only seen it uh, as a resistance nation, and. Um, um, some some appearances of a mobilized deck, but it's still not ready to uh, to be competitive. Uh, I agree, it has some uh, great cards like uh, Phony War, uh, but Phony War also fits uh, uh, closer to to themes like resistance or fatigue decks in general. Uh, but I think the second best card of uh, France is uh, Defend in Depth. This is truly an amazing card and. Um, uh, I, when it came out in my uh, in my review uh, uh, on my blog about the the ranking of uh, catalyst cards, I mentioned that even though it synergizes so well with resistance, uh, it's actually a step towards non-resistance decks for France because it's such a good effect that uh, um, it, it's it's a card that can support itself. Uh, let's say so. It's a good step, but uh, overall, France is still struggling. A lot to see, uh, to see some more decent play. I agree. I I think um, defense in depth is the lion for a day of France, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. being a limited card allows it to have more uh, more of an effect than I, just two removals. I think I think it's better than lion for a day actually because for three k. It's 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 useful against aggro, uh, defend in depth. While lion for a day is not at all. Uh, for three k, you can deal a, a, I don't know, a two damage uh, to to a, an aggro unit. So, I could easily argue that defend in depth is even better than uh, than lion for a day. But uh, go on, sorry. 
but uh, yeah, I, I agree. But I think the the major issue, pardon the the pun talking about majors and allies, but uh, I think the major issue with ally nations is them being ally nations. You mean the minor? You mean the minor nations for? Uh, yeah, the, the oh, minor nations okay. being being ally only. Being ally only. I think that um, twelve cards is not enough for them to for the archetypes they're trying to make work. You cannot fit enough mobilized units into a deck with block with um, sortie with hotes with defense in depth, with phony war, with call to the colonies, you can't fit it all into a deck together because there aren't enough card slots for it to, to happen. Absolutely, absolutely. I definitely, I every time I wanted to make an Alpine deck, I really, I always wanted to try the the folklore. I don't remember its name, the one that gives ambush to to Alpine units. Mm-hmm. But where are you gonna fit it? I mean, <laughs> you've got to fill your entire deck with Alpine units. This this crappy one-two Alpine unit for one k, and there is no room for uh, utility cards. Uh, you just have to fill it with with the essentials, and then there's no room left. Mm. That's why Western allies will never be played. Yeah. <laughs> I I I I try to use it like two or three times. And the math doesn't work. For it. <laughs> it, it, it just doesn't work. It's impossible. You're never going to draw more than two if, and it's not worth it for anything. Uh, it's impossible. What, what do you guys think? Is, is Western Knowledge the worst card in the game? I think it is. Ooh, I don't think so. No? Well, I don't uh, think so. <laughs> what, what would you say is the, the worst card in the game? Uh... Let me, let me have a look. Real okay, quick. but but don't give me a crappy infantry unit or something. Something that is so stupid, like such a bad design. You know, something that that that, that stands out. No retreat. No retreat. I was playing it in. Uh, uh, what was it? Ah, yeah, uh, Soviet commandos, uh, Britain's uh, Soviet commandos, and uh, it was a few months ago. My my collection was not complete, and I wanted uh, uh, more ways to heal and uh, to achieve a Commonwealth. So there is some yeah. utility on it, and it's a zero K. It's uh, it works well with a commando because it can uh, uh, do do one deal uh, deal one uh, damage. So it's a fun card. Uh, no retreat. Hmm. Yeah, it, it it might be useful. I think one of the worst car worst card is uh, veteran pilots. Definitely different. I mean, oh, your fighter. It hurts to hear. It hurts why, to hear. Why? It, it's it's your. Why? Why? Why does it hurt? Uh, it hurts. Why are you hurting? It, it hurts because I've tried to use it so many times, <laughs> and you have I've failed, tried, bro. I've, Every single time, have I've tried to get Soviet air to work, and not a single time have I been successful. Yeah, it, it just hurts. I mean, they have this amazing uh, 2K alliance, blood red sky, but everything else is just trash. And the card of veteran pilots, like I have, I have yet to win a draft with uh, Soviet. I have won a draft with every other nation, but not with Soviets. And Every time I I I choose to draft for some reason, that I see the Soviets, I'm thinking like, yeah, okay, this time I will do it. And then, of course, I get the option of four veteran pilots because it's also a standard. And no, my my dreams are crushed every time. And of course, Soviets are one of the worst uh, draft nations as well. But it doesn't help when they have uh, cards like that. And of course, no retreat is another problem. I was joking before about the utility of no retreat. Uh, <laughs> for, for, for glory is also no, don't forget for for uh, for glory is is a very close contender for worst card. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. That's ooh, true. conscript. I, I don't even know what card is. It's the one that uh, <laughs> that shuffles the the reserves in the deck. Yeah, yeah, it makes so much sense. Uh, anyway, yeah, let's not uh, deviate uh, too much. Uh, <laughs> it, it was uh, very fun, of course, but uh, I think uh, uh, 
before we move on to the conclusion, uh, I would like to uh, to stand out that that last point that uh, Salt uh, made about uh, uh, the lack of room in the ally nations, and I think that uh, at least for the minor nations, uh, there should be more cards allowed uh, to to use. I mean. If you choose, as you said, if you choose to shoot yourself in the foot by choosing uh, Italy or France, you can at, ha- at least have the right to, uh, to to include more cards about it. Like you have the right to shoot you twice. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> to, to put you more, you in the... put more crap in you it. If I want to put four copies of Sortie into my <laughs> uh, resistance deck, resistance mobilized mid range deck. I should have the right. Yeah, yeah. Or the <laughs> other, the other one. What is it? The uh, the one that depicts the the Maginot line, the fortified position. Yeah, that's also a great card. <laughs> Why not? Uh... I think, I think one of my favorite combos is uh, block into Sharp B One Biz into Sortie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's really fun. Uh, we we should have an episode of of these combos of yours uh, just by itself. George's naming cards I, I have never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I, now I'm I'm just saying this is a very fun combo and everything. But the truth is, I have no idea what any of these cards do. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just agreeing to whatever <laughs> to whatever non-GMO. No so after after the the episode is over, I'm just gonna run over the cards just to to know what I'm to- what we were talking about. Uh, okay, guys, this was uh, this has been very fun. Uh, I think it was a, a great, uh, very interesting discussion. Uh, I think we we made a lot of uh, interesting points about some uh, shortcomings in the game uh, on infantry units. Uh, they do need some uh, mass redesign, uh, like uh, increasing their defense or the uh, the thing that uh, Gabo proposed to to add the, the experience uh, somehow in the game. Uh, then about the countermeasures, which uh, okay, more or less do what they are supposed to do, but they could be more well designed, more uh, targeted. Uh, and uh, uh, not to break the point of uh, them being broken. And then, of course, of the ally nations, uh, where you get uh, not uh, one weapon, but uh, two weapons to shoot yourself by increasing uh, the slots for uh, uh, for minor nations. I think this was a very interesting discussion. Um, I hope uh, you guys, our listeners, uh, the cards community, uh, finds it uh, interesting as well. Make sure to uh, to give us uh, your feedback and uh, what you think about it. And uh, of course, if you have any other ideas uh, uh, about uh, future episodes, and uh, that would be very welcome. Uh, of course, uh, you can check out uh, KowalskiAnalysis.com. Not so regularly <laughs> because I've been busy lately and I cannot update it so often. But you can check it out uh, also for other articles and uh, uh, guides and uh, deck lists and everything. And uh, you can hit me with uh, your ideas. And uh, from me, that's about it. Uh, any closing remarks, guys? Uh, I think this was a, a great discussion. And at some point on your website, there should be a new article about all of my wacky decks. Uh that I, I've got a that I've got a draft at some point. Ah, okay, okay. You made me feel a bit uncomfortable because I, from what I remembered, you were supposed to write them. <laughs> I thought you, yeah. <laughs> you, you were asking me yeah. like, where are my decks? Why haven't you put them up yet? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, no, no. There's no pressure on that. You can. Uh, 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 do you want it to be just one article with all your wacky decks, or are you gonna make it a series or or anything? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I think. I I make wacky decks every day. Okay, okay. Let, let's not make it one article. <laughs> it's going to be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, uh, I think salt is is uh, my we might be get, getting into dangerous zones because wacky decks from salt can end up in very strange archetypes on the ladder. So the last time I made a wacky deck, it became. <laughs> Uh, Japanese resistance. <laughs> I wanted to. Actually, I completely forgot. Damn it! I wanted to start this episode with a joke. Like, uh, okay, now that we have introduced ourselves, let's get to the topic of the episode, which is getting to love resistance and how to play it correctly. I wanted to say something like that <laughs> to 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 make fun of uh, of Gabo, so that he no. would he would leave the episode. I think. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I do. I do love resistance, though. That's not a lie. Yeah, yeah, you're one of them. You're one of them. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna uh, say thank you, uh, thank you, Kowalski. I think it's very good to to have kind of like uh, to create content around the uh, around cards, uh, throwing in some some ideas, some 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 uh, feedback from what what happens in the game uh, i'm very happy to have been here uh, and that's it i mean i don't love resistance but okay <laughs> okay okay <laughs> the episode the episode will come where we will make you love resistance and me as well because i hate it anyway maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay oh, i will teach you <laughs> okay thank you guys and uh, thank you everyone for being with us uh, in this uh, episode and uh, I hope everyone is fine and uh, they're having a, a healthy, above all, uh, evening or morning or afternoon, uh, depending on uh, where they are. And uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See ya.